Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast. Hour one. Hello, America. It is Eric Erickson here. Glad to have you with me today. I hope you had a great weekend. <laughs> Wait until you hear about my weekend. Goodness gracious. The phone number, 877-973-7425. I want to begin uh, with some interesting data from the CBS News poll. Uh, not because we think the polling is precise, not because we think the bottom lines are accurate, but there is some data in there that is corroborated across a host of different research platforms. And I find it very interesting. And I should step back for a little bit and and just say, you know, I, I tend to have a very good sense of where I should go with this program on topics. And occasionally, I've got to ask for my audience patience when I want to cover a topic that the audience may not actually care about, but I think is a a big issue and sometimes have to make the audience care. But generally, I get a good sense because I interact with so many of you of, of what you care about, what you don't care about. And I have noticed a trend in really the past six months or so. And now it's started showing up in in data. I've, I've seen some data in talk radio. I've seen polling. I have uh, talked to candidates, and uh, candidates have been telling me they're seeing this on the campaign trail. And I find it very interesting. More than two-thirds of Republican voters, more than two-thirds of Republican voters do not want to talk about one particular topic. It doesn't matter where they stand on the topic. It doesn't matter their views on the topic. They do not want to hear about it. They do not want to talk about it. They're ready to move on to other things. And I find it very notable, particularly given the lay of the land out there. That topic is Donald Trump. The CBS News poll shows that uh, a significant majority of Republicans, including Trump supporters, don't want to hear him talk about the prosecution in Florida. They don't want to hear him talk about the indictment. They don't want to hear him talk about the stolen election. And in fact, more than two-thirds of Republicans don't want to hear about Donald Trump, including Trump supporters do not want to hear about Donald Trump. They want to hear about Biden and the Democrats and why they're bad. They want to hear about the economy. They would like to hear an economic message. They would like to hear about the future. They don't want to hear about the past. I find it very notable because this is cropping up with a lot of you, the number of people of you, including Trump supporters who listen to the program, sometimes admittedly begrudgingly, are like, we're we're kind of tired of this. Can we move on to something else? It's very notable. It's very notable because the press 
particularly the CNNs, the New York Timeses, and the like, who saw massive rating spikes during the Trump administration, they're the ones most obsessed with continuing it, and that in and of itself, I think, is very notable. There are other topics, though, that people are engaged with that the media itself is having a hard time dealing with, one of which is Joe Biden's age. Even 40% of Democrats don't think Joe Biden should be running again. You want to know the most staggering thing? So there is buzz in Washington, D.C. about a group called No Labels. I don't spend a lot of time on them here. They're funded by a group, I think it's called Third Way, I think, uh, but they're funded by an outside group and some others, and essentially they want to find a third-party candidate for President of the United States. And they're relying on polling. The CBS News polling kind of highlights it, but it's pretty consistently across all polls that 75% of Americans want someone other than Donald Trump or Joe Biden. 75% of Americans would like someone else. So this group, No Labels, is trying to find a third-party candidate. Now, I don't think we're going to get a third party elected in this country. I I think a third party, the Democrats are furious and worried that this No Labels group could get a Republican elected. They they think it could. They think it might help a Republican, uh, in particular because they're looking at the polling on Democratic popularity of Joe Biden. I mean, for Pete's sake, when you've got 20% of the Democrats supporting Bobby Kennedy Jr., that's a big red flag for the Democrats. But you got two-thirds of Republicans don't want to hear anything about Trump. Uh, And this includes Trump supporters, by the way. That does suggest to a degree that that his support is softer than what the polling suspects. And part of me wonders if in 2016, a lot of Trump supporters were anonymous supporters. They wouldn't admit to supporting him because the bullies of the GOP would, would badger them, cajole them, harass them, and mock them. But the role is kind of reversed now in 2024. If you say you're not a Trump supporter, expect to get beat up by your local Republican Party. We had a, here in Georgia, the Georgia Republican Party had their meeting this past weekend. Brian Kemp, 75% popularity rating, beat uh, within the Republican Party, beat Stacey Abrams, most popular politician in the state of Georgia, the leader of the Republican Party, would not even show up and got booed at the Republican Party. When you got people like that in charge, of course, everybody else is kind of quiet. They, they don't want to be bullied and harassed, just like the Trump supporters didn't in 2016. They've turned the tables on people. So it does make me wonder how hard is that support? Particularly when you see in, for example, the CBS poll that over 50% of Republicans say they're going to vote for Donald Trump, but something like 70% are looking at other candidates. That, that There's a disconnect there. It does make you wonder. Now, a lot of you are, I can hear it in the force, the disturbance of the force. Erickson, why are you relying on the polling? The polls are all wrong. Well, as a matter of fact, yes, the percentages are never precise. But when you do see poll after poll after poll, remember, go back to 2022. When you took the Republican polls out of 2022, the Trafalgar's and the like, turns out the media polling was pretty dialed in. I mean, it was the media polling showing us there was a Democratic surge coming, and the, and the rest of us, myself included, and all of you were like, nah, poll's wrong. Look at the Republican polls. They're ignoring Trafalgar. Turns out Trafalgar screwed it up. 
You pull Trafalgar out, you pull Rasmussen out, suddenly you had a good idea in 2022 of what was happening. Same thing kind of in 2020. So you look at the media polling, the percentages, they're always wrong. The percentages are never right. It's the trend that matters because the trends always tend to be right. When everybody's poll is headed in a particular direction, the trend line seems to be right. And you've got about 75% of Americans across all sorts of polls out there, all saying we would really like someone other than Trump and Biden. And you've got a two-third support of Republicans saying we really don't want to hear about Donald Trump at all. Even if we like him, we don't want to hear about him. And what you have is an opening across the board for someone to talk about pocketbook issues. I mean, that's the other issue no one's talking about. Republicans right now are very much focused on culture war issues. And in fact, we'll get into this later. There are some big shifts in the culture, even among Democrats. There's been a massive swing against the trans agenda. There's been a massive swing against trans activists. What's so notable as well in the media polling on this is how badly they poll this stuff. You would think that these pollsters would find writers of the questions who understood how Republicans talk. Well, in the CBS News poll, it's like only 25% of Republicans think Republicans need to shut down trans rights. What the hell is a trans right? No, nobody knows what that's talking about. It's a terribly worded question. But what they do want and what is consistent even among private polling I've seen done by Republican groups is that people really are out there waiting to hear someone with an economic message. The economic message matters because people are struggling to make ends meet. Republicans are in culture warrior mode, and there's a way to tie the culture to the economy. You know, Noah Rothman at National Review has done a great job of this, of pointing out that because of the regulatory state pushed by Democrats, you have to keep buying new washers and dryers and, and, and washing machines and dishwashers and refrigerators and freezers, and they don't last as long. They don't work as well. They, 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 have you seen a modern dishwasher? It takes like two and a half hours to do the dishes. We finally had to replace the dishwasher in our house. You could run the dishwasher, took about an hour, maybe an hour and 15 minutes, and it did a great job. And our new one is fantastic. Top of the line, takes two hours, 25 minutes. It's fantastically quiet. But it's so efficient, it's ridiculous. It, it, it barely uses water, but then it barely cleans the dishes. It takes two and a half hours almost to do it. The Republicans could, in fact, tie the cultural issues to the economic issues that Democrats have driven up your cost of living. They've made appliances more expensive and less efficient and less effective. You're struggling to put food on the table while the Democrats are out there in the media telling you you've got to eat bugs. There's a way to tie it all together. And I suspect that a Republican who's going to surge well is a Republican who ties the cultural to the economic. A Republican who takes all of the Democrats' advocacy of go eat bugs to the fact that your hamburger costs as much as it does now. 
The Democrats who tell you you got to buy a new dryer and a new high-efficiency washing machine that don't clean your clothes as well to the ban on gas stoves driving up your prices. To the lights going out and the sun not shining so the solar panels don't work and when the wind doesn't blow, the windmills can't generate the energy you need. To the fact that uh, the Democratic uh, policies are driving up your cost of energy and giving you less reliable energy. It's making life more expensive and more burdensome. It's a regression that we should be advancing as a country and we're receding because of the Democratic agenda. There's a way to tie it all together and I suspect a Republican who ties these things together, cultural and economic together as well. One single issue is the person who can advance because the voters, including Trump's voters, are telling everyone who will listen, we don't want to talk about the past. We don't want to talk about the stolen election. We don't want to talk about the indictment. We don't want to talk about Trump going to jail. We want to talk about the economy. We want to talk about the cost of living. We want to talk about our lives are more costly and expensive and burdensome than ever before, and we're struggling to get by. And you tie that to the Democrats' culture. Your daughter can't even get a scholarship anymore to college because some boy's going to compete against her and do better than her because of his physical prowess. There's so much there to tie together. It's notable than poll after poll after poll. Republicans want to talk and look to the future. It's actually the media that wants to hold them in the past, the media that wants to anchor them to Trump, the media that wants to bind all Republicans to him. He himself has a vested interest in doing this. The media, of course, which says they loathe him, they want to hold him accountable, they want to move on from him, they're anchored to him because he's good for ratings. But Republicans themselves, while declaring their loyalty, and in fact seeing a shift in his direction after this indictment last week in Florida, they're signaling on the issues that matter that they really would prefer us as a nation and as a people to move forward. I can't help but dwell on that consistent number, and it's consistent across Republican pollsters and Democratic pollsters and media pollsters and private polling and public polling 75% of Americans really would prefer someone else as a major party candidate. That should give an opening to someone in the GOP of these 10 candidates running if they can figure out how to both praise the former president and draw his voters to them. Not an easy task, but it is possible. Vision Computer has over 3,000 five-star Google reviews and an average phone answer time of just 15 seconds. When you call, you won't be stuck navigating endless automated menus. A live person's going to answer the phone and help you solve your problems. You know, I run a business, and it's one reason I love the idea that Vision Computer exists. Because as a business owner, you know you've got to be efficient you got to have tech support issues resolved quickly, and you got to have your computers work. Don't let your employees suffer in silence either. They may be embarrassed or hesitant to ask for help, but with Vision Support, they can get assistance they need to work more efficiently. Reach out to them. Call 404-COMPUTE or go to visioncomputers.com. In fact, if you call them at 404-COMPUTE, ask for the Eric Erickson special when you call. They're not going to have it on their website. It's just for you guys listening. Call 404 Computer Day. Ask for the Eric Erickson special. Be amazed at Vision Computer. <laughs> okay. 
I just I just saw this. Um, so you all know in, in Ukraine, this dam has been blown up and everybody's arguing over whether it was the Ukrainians or the Russians. It appears it was the Russians in large part because Ukraine launched an offensive and the territory they were intending to go through got flooded by the dam and they've had to go around it. And that does suggest must have been the Russians who did it. But we don't really know. Everybody's squabbling. It, it kind of tells you your worldview based on who you actually think it is. Nonetheless, Time Magazine has this tweet out about an article. And the article is this, how Ukraine's dam collapse could become the country's Chernobyl. How Ukraine's dam collapse could become the country's Chernobyl. Anybody know where Chernobyl is located? That would be the nation of Ukraine. <laughs> what a bunch of idiots. Yes, Chernobyl is in Ukraine. So how could Ukraine's dam collapse become that country's Chernobyl when Chernobyl is already in that country? What a bunch of morons. This honestly is one of the things I have noticed the most about the uh, about the, the modern American press. Probably the person who wrote this is in their 20s. And history began for them probably when Donald Trump got elected. They started paying attention. Maybe Barack Obama. But they don't really have a sense of history. And that's one of the most damning indictments I have against the modern American press is they have no sense of history. I saw someone the other day say that uh, what Donald Trump is alleged to have done, if true, would be the most treasonous thing ever in this country. Have you ever heard of the Rosenbergs or even Benedict Arnold? The Rosenbergs gave the Soviets our nuclear design so they could build their own atomic bomb. Um, have some sense of history, you idiots. Good grief. 877-973-7425 is the number. You're listening to The Eric Erickson Show. When we come back, oh my gosh, do I have to tell you about the stolen election? Possibly we may have someone we have discovered who might not should have voted who did. <laughs> but first, I got to tell you, I took my Eden Pure Thunderstorm to Denver with me, and I am glad I did. I had to use it. I told you these things are so small that you can hold them in the palm of your hand. You can plug it into the wall or USB cord. Oh, the driver, the driver, the driver. We'll get into the driver here in a little bit. But nonetheless, the Eden Pure Thunderstorm saved me in my hotel room because it was a little bit, well, smelled like Denver, if you know what I mean, and it took care of it for me, and it can do the same for you. An odor eliminator wipes out noxious odors, pet odors, litter box odors, smoke odors, musty odors, you name it. You can get three of them for less than $200 by going to EdenPureDeals.com, and you put in the discount code ERIC on the front page of the website, E-R-I-C-K. Put in my name, EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is ERIC. You get three Eden Pure Thunderstorms for less than $200. For upstairs, for downstairs, for your basement, for your RV, for your travel bag, wherever you need them. Get them for less than $200, and you get free shipping. It's EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is ERIC. Go get them. You can thank me later. Plug them into the wall or into the car with a USB port. They just work.
Have you ever wished you could become an even more effective conservative advocate? Like, uh, who could you rely on to give you the knowledge and information you need to make more persuasive arguments, how to knock on doors, how to show up at your local city council, or to meet your state legislator to advocate for small government? Americans for Prosperity can help you. They train you to be a better conservative activist, to grow the movement and fight for small government around the country from the local level to the federal level. And they put points on the board. Over 200 legislative victories in the past year alone advocating for smaller government and reduced regulation. Americans for Prosperity wants you on their team. You can join them at americansforprosperity.org slash eric. Americansforprosperity.org slash E-R-I-C-K. They've got over 30 chapters around the country in states. They're growing new ones all the time. Be a part of a movement for small government with americansforprosperity.org slash Eric. Go check them out today. Hello there. It is Eric Erickson across the nation. The phone number 877-973-7425. Have you ever had a loved one who had an addiction. They, you, you, they've got to, they've got to want help to a degree. If they don't recognize it, if they can't come to terms with it, that's one of the things with an intervention is you, you get in a room with uh, people who care about the person and explain to them their problem and how it's affecting their loved ones and try to make them realize that they've got an addiction and they need help for it. And I, I was thinking about that uh, this weekend. I was in Colorado over the weekend giving a speech and in Georgia, they were having their state Republican convention. Now, Georgia is kind of the center of the political universe for the next uh, two years. It is the swingiest of the swing states now. It is a Republican state that went for Joe Biden. Republicans convinced themselves it was stolen. But then you fast forward from 2020 to 2022, and, and Brian Kemp won. All the Republicans won. The only Republican who lost was Herschel Walker for the U.S. Senate, a deeply flawed candidate. And Joe Biden and some Republican nominee, Trump or someone else, are going to campaign in the state. And the polling's pretty terrible there for Donald Trump. And the state Republican Party is addicted, it seems, to outrage. They had their convention over the weekend. I want to read you something from December in the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Conservative North Georgia talk show host Brian K. Pritchard allegedly voted illegally nine times while serving a felony sentence in a $33,000 forgery and theft case, state officials say. The Georgia Attorney General's office wrote Thursday that Pritchard broke state law each time he voted before his sentence was completed, according to a filing with the Office of State Administrative Hearings, state law prohibits felons from voting. Pritchard, the head of a website, qualified to run in a special election for a state house seat. He says, I've done nothing wrong. I guess if you're apprehending public enemy number one, here I am. His sentence ended long ago. His rights have been restored, he said. So Brian Pritchard pleaded guilty in 1996 to three felonies in Allegheny County, Pennsylvania. Two counts of forgery, one count of theft by failure to make a required 
disposition of funds. His sentence included probation and restitution payments of over $33,000. He registered to vote in Georgia in 2008. He voted in nine elections before his felony probation sentence ended in 2011, according to the Attorney General's office. The Attorney General's office um, has been pursuing the matter. I don't know where it stands. But so here's a guy who is a stop the steal advocate. He believes the 2020 election was stolen in Georgia. He believes people improperly voted in the state. I mean, he is kind of an expert, it sounds like. He's a felon. His rights have been restored, had a probation and restitution payments of $33,000. His probation ended in 2011. His rights have been restored, according to the state, rehabilitated. He voted, according to the Attorney General of Georgia, in nine elections that he should not have voted in because of his felony probation status. He is now the first vice chairman of the Republican Party in the state of Georgia. That's right. This weekend, Republicans in Georgia elected this guy to be their first vice chairman. Can you imagine? Do donors really want to donate to a party whose first vice chairman uh, is someone who had committed felonies in Pennsylvania, including counts of forgery? The This is not just Georgia, Arizona, Wisconsin, Michigan, Georgia. The Republican parties in these states have decided to, I mean, they're not even embracing the revolutionaries at this point. They're they're embracing the radicals. Robespierre's already lost his head. The leaders of the revolution have been executed by the further revolutionaries who are taking over the place. It's insane. You've got a flat earther, an actual flat earther in a party leadership position. The woman believes that maps of the world are put on globes as a conspiracy to brainwash our children into believing the world is round. You can't make this crap up. She believes it. She's in a leadership position around the country. And here's the problem. These are states Republicans have to win. Arizona, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Georgia. Republicans have got to win these. If you want to win the presidency, you've got to run through these states. But to get through these states, you've got to bypass the crazy, insane people who are in charge of the state parties. And only Republican and Democratic parties can do partisan voter registrations. And that's part of the problem here. Any group can go out and do a voter registration drive, but if they are a nonprofit group, they cannot do a partisan voter registration drive. They can't exclude Republicans or Democrats. Now, where they work and how they operate can work to do that, but they can't be explicit about it. It's harder to do. Only state political parties can take money and do partisan voter registration drives where they explicitly only register to vote people who are tied to their political party. 
and they can get funding from their national party. So the state parties of Arizona, Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Georgia, wherever, they can get money from their national party to do voter registration drives. But do you want to send your money to a state party that is run by insane crazy people? I would venture to guess not. And yet here we are, the state party in Georgia, where the popular governor of the state who won 75% of the Republican primary and won a majority of the votes against Stacey Abrams and led his party to statewide victory in every race except one, was not even welcome at his own state Republican Party convention. In fact, he got booed when his name was mentioned. Something's not right here. We, we need to, at some point, someone's going to have to do an intervention, but I think at, at, you're going to have to reach rock bottom with some of these parties. You got to hit, and they haven't hit rock bottom, and that, that's a, a disaster. It makes me fearful. I live in Georgia. I don't want the state to be taken over by Democrats, but uh, when you got uh, the, the Republican Party rejecting qualified candidates for a guy with a felony rap sheet, I, you, you got problems and all of us are going to have problems because of these problems. It, it just, um, that's disturbing to me. You know, speaking of disturbing y'all, I got to tell you what happened to me. I, I, this, this, so I went to Denver Friday night. I was given a speech on behalf of Americans for Prosperity in Denver. They asked me to go out to give this speech and. So I landed in Denver. It was about 10.20 Denver time. So that's uh, 12.20 in the morning, East Coast time. And I got picked up by a chauffeur in a very nice, brand new 7 Series BMW. Y'all going to want to pay attention to this one. So it is a young lady, very short, cropped hair, tattoos, driving this 7 Series BMW. She has an Eastern European, sounds very Russian accent. And I get in the car, and I normally don't like to talk. When I'm in the car, I'm in the back seat, I, I don't really want to talk to the driver. I just, I, I've had a long day. I, I need to decompress. I, I've still got work to do. i got to get ready for the speech in the morning. It's late. It's after midnight, my time. And i got to be up at 6 a.m. their time because i got to do a TV hit before I go get ready. And so I don't say anything. And if you've ever been to Denver, you land at the Denver airport, and it's 45 minutes from downtown Denver. It is a dry, In good traffic, it's 45 minutes from downtown Denver. And so... About 30 minutes in, we got about 15 minutes to go. 30 minutes in, it's it's late. And I, I'm done with my work and I just say, you've got a really nice, this is a very nice car. And she says, thank you. And I said, how long have you been driving? She's three years. Always have a BMW. She she had a BMW 5 Series and was in a wreck. Uh, and the, it saved her life. It wasn't her fault. Some guy came through, ran a red light, uh, T-boned her, all of her airbags deployed, and she's never not had a BMW ever since. Then she asked what I do. Y'all, so Max Homa, the golfer, says that whenever he's in an Uber or something, he always says he's a realtor because he doesn't want to then have to 
answer all these questions about golf. I should have said I was a realtor. I should have. It's my fault. I admit it. It was my fault. I didn't say I did talk radio. This is Denver. I knew not to say I, I do talk radio. I just said I, 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 I'm in the news business. I'm there to give a speech about the news. She says, oh, you're a journalist. I say, yes, I am. She says, I had, now she's in a Russian accent. I'm not going to try a Russian accent with you. Just, just follow along. Think Russian accent. She says, journalist, I have a story you should investigate. Oh, really? Yes. And she begins to tell me. Did I know scientists have discovered that Parkinson's disease is actually caused by a parasite that attacks the neurological system? That same parasite can actually be harnessed for clean, renewable energy. But the scientists who made the discovery are being killed by the government on behalf of corporations. She was serious. She was serious. And then she goes on to proceed to tell me that also the scientists, they have discovered the this, this device. It's a little box the size of a small Amazon package that each of us could get it, plug one into our home, and we could get clean energy for at least 100 years without maintenance. And corporations are shutting that down too because it would be bad for the coal industry if we all had one of these. Also, there's this bacteria that's been discovered, and this bacteria could add an extra 1,000 years to our lives. And it would also de-age us, so we would look younger when we die than we do now. But the government forced us all to have the COVID vaccine because this would be bad for some reason related to the environment, and the COVID vaccine kills the bacteria, and that's why we all had to get the COVID vaccine. And then she hands me the flyer for Colt. I don't want to even give the name. I was scared to look. I actually went to the lobby uh, business center and pulled up the website. And apparently it's endorsed by some imam and the Pope and the head of the Orthodox Church and all these other people. And I suspect it's not, but on their website it is. They're also upset. Their YouTube page has been banned for telling people the truth. And it's like a volunteer society of quasi-scientists who research these things. They've got all these, these clean energy, perpetual motion, all of this stuff. It's all there. She believed it all. So the next day, the next day, I got a text message from the car service that she would be my chauffeur back to the airport. I canceled that car as quick as I could, and I took a taxi. Yes, I did. I, I will say, I will, for the rest of my life, I will go with my dying breath regret not asking her about that That parasite and Parkinson's and ask if the clean renewable energy comes from like making the people who are shaking hold something and, and you know, like like a, a copper coil with iron near magnets and, and that's how you get the clean renewable I, I just, it, it seems like, I don't know, parasite and the scientists are getting killed and maybe she wouldn't have answered me because all the scientists are getting getting assassinated. Y'all, this really happened to me on Friday night. It was the most bizarre. He's like, welcome to Denver. We got a nut job for you. She was as sweet as she could be, but an insane, crazy person who was advocating for some creative cult. Only in Denver. I was there to give a speech for Americans for Prosperity. They'd asked me to go out, and I was the fallback option. I went, and um, I, well, I'll tell the people what I'll tell you here. 
that Americans for Prosperity around the country fights for small government because they have an idea. There, there's We're struggling right now among conservatives of do we use the power of government for conservative purposes, big government conservatives, or do we gut government? And my theory is there's no such thing as permanence in American politics. So if we just use government for our purposes, then the left takes over and they use government for their purposes. But if we gut the government so the government no longer has these powers, the left can't do it either. It's one of the reasons I, I support small government. That and I'm a Christian and think we're all sinners and I want as few in charge of me as possible. But that was my pitch on AFP to them, and it is to you as well, that they go around the country advocating for small government, that if we neuter government, then the left can't use it against us. And we don't want to use government because we're conservatives. You could join AFP and fight for limited government, small government around the country. All you do is go to americansforprosperity.org slash Eric, americansforprosperity.org slash E-R-I-C-K. They have chapters all over the country. I think 32 chapters around the country. They're starting more states. Those are state chapters. 32 states have chapters. They're expanding around the country. They want your help. If you want to be an effective advocate for small government, Americans for Prosperity is who you want to do business with. Americansforprosperity.org slash E-R-I-C-K. This hour of the program brought to you by First Liberty Building and Loan nationwide. Now, listen, they're in Noonan, Georgia, and the Frosts are dear friends of mine. They have been helping small businesses become big businesses. And I, I mentioned they're in Noonan, Georgia, because some of you hear the website, firstlibertyga.com, and you think, well, they're just helping Georgia. No, no, they help people, businesses all over the country. From Washington State to Florida, from Maine to California, they help businesses grow. So if you need $250,000 or more because you're buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, buying out a business partner or competitor, something like that, reach out to them, First Liberty GA. Spend 10 minutes with them. See if they're a good fit for you, you for them. Anywhere in the nation for your business, firstlibertyga.com. Let me take a quick phone call. Mike, you're going to be up next. Welcome. Hello, Eric. Hi. Hey. So uh, I was a delegate to the... Georgia convention uh, this past weekend. And I just wanted to give you a couple of thoughts here. First of all, uh, if indeed the first vice chairman is a um, felon and has all these other problems you mentioned, that was not general knowledge among the delegation. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. Uh, By the way, it's not an allegation. He actually did he actually was guilty of, of three felonies in Pennsylvania and spent years on probation. Well, I'm not, I'm not, you're probably right. Okay. I'm not questioning you that much. I just hadn't seen it myself. This is the first I've heard of it. Okay. And it's probably the first, most of the delegates will have heard about it. Uh, and uh, it was a very close vote. He won in a runoff by four votes out of. Oof. Over 1,300 votes cast, or over 1,200, excuse me. So uh, he just hit on a lot of hot buttons when he gave his speech, and I think that's what made the difference. Um, second thing, if you look at the lineup of speakers, originally we were going to have Mike Pence as well as Asia Hutchinson, who did come and speak, and neither one of them are favors, favorites of the uh, MAGA crowd. Okay. Yep, Mike, I got about 40 seconds. Okay. And so I don't know that Kemp was barred from speaking. He may have chosen not to speak. Yeah. Uh, so I, I will tell you, I, I know he was not barred from speaking. Bert Jones, the Lieutenant governor went, uh, Kemp just wanted nothing to do with the madness. 
And you can't really blame him, um, given that some of those people had been out to get him and, and help David Perdue against him. I think he's kind of written off the state party and doing his own thing. He's got a leadership pack that's essentially sucking up all the money that would otherwise go to the Georgia Republican Party, which isn't a bad thing because somebody needs to get stuff done and the state party is going to have to prove itself after some serious years of incompetence. At least that chairman's gone and Josh McCoon, the new chairman, good dude. Uh, hopefully he will be able to make a difference. But all these state parties, Arizona to Wisconsin to Georgia, really need some help getting focused on actually winning as opposed to just nursing grievances. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.